Hey, Dungeons and Pop listeners, welcome back to Dungeons and Pop, Glorious and Steins. But before we get into the episode, I got Brian here to let us know about some of our sponsors now. Hey, Brian, hit us up. I would like to take this time to mention that we actually have a couple of affiliates now. I bet, I bet our listeners get really thirsty, don't they? We actually have a sponsorship from Liquid Water, Life Water, and we'll make sure to have that code up in today's soda, in today's soda break so you guys can get in that because we, if you use our code Dungeons and Pop, you will receive a, you'll receive, I believe, about 15% off your order. And we know there's a bunch of people who have their hungry little youngins and babies out there. I got BB right here next to me. Our other affiliate is the company Nom Nom. They make specialized dog food meals for your pets. And BB just loves them. So, and that is, the same affiliate code for that is Dungeons and Pop. And you'll receive 35% off your first order and package from Nom Nom. All right, Sean, I'm all done. Welcome to the Three Max campaign, ran by our friend and fellow podcast member, Phoenix a non-binary D&D player and DM and artist who you may have seen us post them art before. And they are going to be running us through a fun little D&D campaign of their own creation. And now, on to the show. So, you guys have had a few adventures and you f- somehow found your way to the outskirts of Malakuta. I vibrant, bustling town, a melting point of various races and species, and you've come to a tavern called The Sail. And it is a vibrant place, warm, inviting, good food, good drink. Um, If all of you would please roll me a D20, no modifiers, just a straight D20. It's not terrible. A 15? Oh, mine's terrible. Okay. Sick. Anyone who rolled above a 10? I should not have rolled on D... I should not have rolled on roll 20. Roll 20 hates me. Why did I do that? <laughs> well... I don't know, but I'm not seeing... Ah, there you are. Because I am literally trying to fiddle with the character man, so I wasn't ready for rolling. Okay, well, anyone who rolled above a 10, you think the music is quite decent? It's decent instrumental. Akahoshi, you have heard better in your life. It's not the best music. I mean, fair enough. I've come from, my, my character literally, like, his home is, like, across the ocean. He's used to different music, probably. Yeah, exactly. I got a six. What does that get me? <laughs> it's horrible. I hate it. Yeah. It's horrible. It's horrible. I mean, I am a war. I am a warforged. So I mean, like, yeah. Sense in a way. I mean, you're a warforged. Can't you just like turn off your ears? <laughs> I mean, in theory, I guess. Yeah. In theory. I'm. I mean, you you turn your ears off to the music. It's it's not good. Um, and there's decent food, and there are all manner of folks around. Like the ta- every table is full. There are numerous people all over the bar and everything servers coming and going and the smells of food wafting from the kitchen yeah so there is in one corner akahoshi you notice there are several what looks to be high level adventurers around so you're pretty certain some of them might even be famous actually 
So can you do me a history roll, please? History? Yes. Scanlan, don't fail me now. <laughs> Scanlan did not fail me. That is 19 on the dice. Okay. Plus so 21 total. Yeah. You recognize the red dragonborn at the bar. You know that is Krivna. And their group is quite famous. They have had many harrowing adventures, including ones that have taken them down into the Underdark. And apparently they've fought fungus. Quite a lot of it. Fungus. Yes. The interesting thing is you don't see the masked figure that's usually with them. Raziel is missing. You think it's quite odd because the the group's usually together, like almost always. You also spot a lone tabaxi off in the corner. And, yeah, no one else seems to notice her. She's quite good at blending in. Otherwise, like, it's packed. There's people and elves and there's getting to be a few nasty looks going on from the various elven parties and the bartenders don't look happy. So what do you guys want to do? That's the general setup. Well, if the rest of us happen to notice all the dirty looks. Yes. I don't know about the others, but I'm going to be ready to defend myself if it turns nasty. Yeah. Okay. I literally almost always have a hand on a dagger. I am I have a glaive. I mean, a glaive and a battle axe. Your weapons aren't easy to hide. Mine are. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm just, I'm fuck with it if you want to. <laughs> I serve my lord. I forget who my lord is, but I serve them well. <laughs> Oh, yeah, guys, I think this is probably the best point for us all to describe our characters. Yes, yes, please. Oh, yeah. I'll go first, I guess. So you see a war forged with a darker gray metallic skinning. Dan's probably about about five foot seven ish and wearing chain mail, beggar looking pants. His armor is in the color of his deity. And he has a, a metallic-looking beard and hair to match. Nice. And it's golden in color. Nice. And he has a battle axe on his back and a glaive on his back as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, next person? I'll go next. Sitting across from, well, Caddy Corner to Killian the Warforged is kind of almost the opposite. Where he's only five, Ashara Longstrider is a, just want to double check, seven foot three Goliath lady with nice ashy blue gray skin, eyes as deep and vibrant a green as summer grass. And you can tell she's female because she's wearing not but a leather jerkin over her chest trimmed with some kind of animal fur, including large patches of said said kind of white-gray fur on her shoulders. This is the only covering she has on her top, but at least she is covered. Hmm. She is also quite a thick 
glass at 426 pounds. Not much of it is fat, mind you. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. She is quite muscled. Not to the bodybuilder kind of way, but more lean muscled. She is dense. She is someone you can imagine running across an open field quite quickly, quite quietly, as she is a ranger. Okay. Well, my character is Delaney McCaw. As the camera pans in, they see a, appears to be an Aracroca, maybe? But on further inspection, they are clearly a Kenku. In a brown robe, and he's ignoring the books, and he's just shuffling cards, getting ready, trying to get the group to just play a game of cards because he's feeling lucky today. Of course, he feels lucky most days, and usually it's quite wrong, so we'll see what happens. Oh, dear. (laughs) (laughs) Although Ashar will happily play cards with uh, the duck. I'll play cards. That's fine. Not going to say a word, but I'll play cards. Okay. Let's play some cards. As for me, what you see is kind of what you're getting. A man, my guy, my my boy. Well, at least you, you all assume it's that this is a male by build. Very lightly armored uh, and always wearing a mask that makes him look like a demon and it's colored red. The rest of his clothes are almost all pure pitch black. Ooh, nice. And if if anybody has any familiarity, he looks very much like a ninja. Shinobi, somebody trained in those arts. Very nice. Okay. Okay, so you're all playing, or mostly all playing cards? I mean... I mean, I still probably have a wary eye on everything. Passive perception, 18. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You're twitchy. Oh, for sure. Yeah, not as good, of course, as Alexiel, but... Well... I'm not twitchy, more like I'm just observant. <laughs> yeah, true. Oh, my passive uh, perception is 14. Not bad. Yeah. Yeah, you're not bad. I just have, I have expertise. That's my difference. <laughs> ah, gotcha. What is my passive? My passive is... Remember, I rolled like two 17s for starting stats, and I put one of those in wisdom. Yeah, fair. Oh, yeah, no, my passive perception is the 11. <laughs> I, ju- I see all. I hear all. I know all. Even though my intelligence is only a 14. The rest of you are too interested in the card game and the good food. The semi-decent music or decent, depending on what you think of it. To notice when the tabaxi stands up. And as they stand up, I need all of you to make me a constitution save, please. Con save? Yes. Uh-oh. Con save. That's an interesting first saving throw. It's a rare save. I got an 18. And I got a 21. Okay. Nope, I got a 16. Okay. That is 22. Oh, okay. So who got the 16? Oh, that would be me. Okay. <laughs> also, if it matters, I am proficient with a poisoner's kit. Failed, did not. No. All right. So, uh, 
Akahashi, you actually drop into a sleep along with the vast majority of the tavern. Wait, I fall into a sleep with them? No, I, I, I think you mean Killian. He's the one with the 16. Oh, Killian. Yeah, I got tw- I got like a 23. What? I was like, wait a second, 23 doesn't save? I need to like stick your characters' names next to each of you. Cause... <laughs> so, Killian, yeah, you drop into an unnatural sleep along with the vast majority of the tavern. The rest of you... And it's not poison. See a glowing orb in the tabaxi's hand. White, glowing. Um, if anyone wants to make me an arcana check, you can. Or I'm not proficient, but I am more than willing to make checks whenever they occur. Same. All right. Oof. Cocked. Yeah, not me. I rolled a five total. Uh, I'm night nights right now, so it doesn't matter for me. A 19 total. I rolled a five. Yeah. Are you doing anything, Sean? Delaney. I'm sorry, guys. I want to apologize. Ahead of time. Oh, God. What are you about to do? Oh, no. (laughs) But Delaney is the type for... He's just seeing this orb, and his first action is to chuck a dart at it. Chuck a what? Chuck a dart at it. Okay, make me an attack roll. Oh, you're rolling. Oh, you're just rolling an attack. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, because he, I mean, he sees everyone passed out. He sees a glowing orb. I, I mean, he watches Killian pass out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, fair. Okay, that's, that's a nine to hit with the dart. You watch as the Tavaxi just sidesteps it and her eyes. And, and his eyes go directly at Delaney. And I need you to make me another constitution save as the orb grows brighter. All right. Now, while he does that, I do have to ask, uh, with that 19... 19- yeah, you recognize this as it is magic that is uncommon amongst tabaxis. So you are pretty sure someone has given the tabaxi this orb. You're not quite sure what exactly the orb is, but you just know it's uncommon. Other than it's inducing mass sleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you think it might be an orb of sleep? You're not sure. Well, I mean, that would fit with the idea that of what it's exactly doing. Yeah, I have a question. Now, I mean, is he speaking a command word or anything? No, not that you know. No. Okay. Yes, Eric? I would like, since it seems that I'm not being affected by the thing glowing brighter, and let's see, if I am, I'm assuming with where I'm positioned versus the rest of the bar, my back is to the tabaxi? Yeah, if you want. Okay. I would like to cast Ensnaring Strike on the tabaxi. I... Which is kind of, I would like to kind of peek over my shoulder since he's distracted with Delaney. Okay, you may try. And I would like to cast, okay. Yes. Yeah, I got a 17. Delaney, you still stay awake. I'm still sleepy. I'm still sleeping on the bar. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. You're, <laughs> you're just out cold. Delaney's like, ah, da, 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 da. It's looking angry. <laughs> oh, wait, no. Yeah. 
played. And the Tabaxi's just in the corner just doing orb shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Doing orb shit. Cool. Alrighty. Yeah. They're just pondering their orb. Well, I hit cast, and for whatever reason, it's not popping anything into the game log. Okay. That's weird. Yeah, a little bit. Although it did it did pop up two squares in my slots, but hmm. All right. So I wouldn't be able to help you right now because I don't have any spells to test. Right. So ensnaring strike. Uh, next time you hit a creature with a weapon before the spell ends, a writhing mass of thorny vines appears at the point of impact. The target must succeed on a strength saving throw or be restrained by the magical vines until the spell ends. Oh, you gotta make an attack. Yeah, you gotta make an attack roll first. Right. I. Okay, so that's the bonus action. Yeah. All right, then. Since that's cast, which is my hand axe. It has the throne option, so I shall be doing that. That is a 17 to hit. Yes, that hits. That hits. Roll me damage. And now he has to roll for ensnaring strike. Okay. Yeah. Now comes the DC 12 strength save for ensnaring strike. Okay, I will do that. No. No, my cat does not. Okay. So he's ensnared? Yeah, it's ensnared. The cat is ensnared. So that's seven damage from the hand axe. Okay. And with ensnaring strike, the target takes 1d6 piercing damage at the start of each of its turns. And it is restrained. And it is restrained. Okay. Now, it can make... It can make more strength checks to break. Right. But right now, it is restrained, and on each of its turns, it gets 1d6 damage, piercing. Okay, roll me piercing damage, then. All right. So two more damage. Alrighty. And since I've revealed myself, I just kind of smile and go, hi. <laughs> okay. It is Akahoshi. Up, up. Yes. Yep. Okay. So, fun story. Now, he's obviously focusing on pretty much everybody, and I'm like nondescript. Yeah. Can I start off and like hide behind like some of the people or tables? You can if you want. So I have cunning action, so I can move and then bonus action hide. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I don't have a good idea of what patrons are where. Um, just assume there is always that there's somebody at every chair. Yeah, 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 pretty much. Like some is yeah. This is thirty this is thirty feet away. Yep. And I shall bonus action hide. Okay. Cunning action hide. Yeah. So, and I do have Boots of Elven kind. Yes, yes you do. So. Okay, you were hidden. You were hidden. That's one, that's one. Okay, yeah, that's the other, okay. So, yeah, 19. I'm snoring. <laughs> yeah, it's unfortunately. So, that's a 19 total for stealth. Yes, we will. Okay. Now. Okay. I gotta double check something because, obviously, assassinate is one of the things I have. Yes. One more. The check surprised works again because that's like a condition. Thank you, player handbook, for help describing surprised at all, ever. It's not, it obviously is not describing. <laughs> I can sense the sarcasm. Yes. Not, it, is, it does not list surprised as, a, as an actual condition, which I don't get considering the way it's descript, descripted throughout the book. Yeah. Surprise. Okay. 
DM determines who might be surprised if neither side tries to be stealthy. They automatically notice each other. Otherwise, DM compares dexterity check with passive perception. Okay. So if a 19 beats his passive perception, I am hidden enough to surprise him. Hang on. Yes, it. Yes, you beat the passive perception. Okay. So with that in mind, uh, flip through the player handbook still because I like paper. <laughs> I mean, fair. Yeah, fair enough. Deadliest when you, I have advantage on attack rolls against any creature that has not taken its turn in combat yet. In addition, any hit I score is automatically crit if they're surprised. Okay. So. What are you trying to do? Easy. I'm shooting him. <laughs> okay. I have a short bow. I am going to shoot him. All right. Make me an attack roll. D&D Beyond, why do you keep rolling sevens? I st- because. because. <laughs> 18 to hit. Yes, that hits. So that's an auto crit. Ooh, okay. So, yeah, any hit against a surprise creature for me, if they have not taken a round in combat. I just had advantage if they haven't taken a turn in combat yet. Yeah. Uh, but in addition, anything that's against surprise creatures is auto crit. Okay. And this also counts as sneak attack because I'm attacking with advantage. Okay. So. In other words, he's probably going to one shot this guy. Because. 11. We'll see. We'll see. I have to roll one more set of sneak attack because double the dice. Okay. Because that auto crit. Yeah, because of the crit. Okay, tell me. Not the best damage, but uh, let's see. Need 22 points of piercing damage. Okay. Oh. Thank you for almost killing my person. Almost. And now it's the cat's turn. And you will watch... As the orb glows brighter still, I need all of you to make me another... While he's, like, bleeding from, like, the stomach or, like, the head. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I need you all to make me another constitution save, and this time the DC has gone up. Well, here's hoping. It is a lot higher. Oh, yeah, I'm down. Yep, same. Yep. Do I need a roll? Uh... Yes. Oh, wow. You're already... Well, he's already asleep. Uh, Yeah. Nick, you're asleep. As a five anyways, I'm still snoring. Uh, no, yep, I'm asleep. <laughs> you're all definitely asleep now. I got I got a fucking good shot on him, though. You did. Wasn't good enough, though. I thought I got a decent shot on him. Yes. Wait, if I, am, if I am behind something, if I am behind something, do I have any, like, cover versus this? No. Okay. No. No, because the Tabaxi knows you're still somewhere in the tavern. You're just hidden from view. Well, theoretically, I'm not exact. Wait, no. Am I? Yes. I, got, I have Skulker. I have Skulker if I'm... Because I attacked from stealth. That usually reveals position. Yeah. I have Skulker. I do not reveal myself. Yes. But they didn't see you leave. Yeah. So as far as they're aware, you're still in the... You're still in the tavern. Just hidden somewhere. So you all hit... You all hit the table or the ground in a dead sleep. And I am now under a table, essentially. <laughs> yes. And and then slowly colors start to appear. You seem to awaken almost. And in front of a gleaming temple, gorgeous colonnades, white marble in all its splendor. 
Like it is dripping splendor and majesty and glory. Killian, you absolutely recognize this as precursor architecture. Okay. Uh oh. Yes. Now, can you make me a history roll, please, with advantage? Uh, I'll try my best. Uh, 16. No mods. Yes. You recognize this temple as the temple of the twin goddesses. You recognize it. Yeah. And something in the back of your mind goes, you are certain you have been here before. Oh. You can't remember when because it's been so long ago. But you also know the temple was destroyed approximately 300 years ago by unknown forces. So you're a little confused. The rest of you are just seeing this gorgeous temple, like marble. Think like Greek and Roman style almost. Okay. Kind of architecture-y stuff. And, and a voice says, find it, find it, find it, find what was hidden. And then slowly the scene vanishes and you all wake up and the tabaxi is gone and Killian, you have a note left with you that says, go north. Oh. All right. And you all awaken and what do you do now? Ow. Delaney immediately pats himself out to make sure he hasn't been left out in the street naked again. I'm sorry, again? <laughs> no, you're still in the tavern. I just like gently touch my mask to make sure it's like still on. Yeah. Before hopping back up, essentially. I just kind of look around and I'm like, uh, don't want to have passed out like that again. Who else is knocked out still? Everybody? Just out, or are we the only ones awake? No, everyone's slowly coming to. And as they're coming to, you hear... I will put my bow away as they start coming to. Yeah. And you hear cursing and whispers that, oh, maybe that wasn't a tabaxi. Maybe that was a glamoured um, tiefling or even an ASMR or, so- or something like that. Just various whispers of that kind. I feel like I want to ask if I might have any idea if he was disguised in such a fashion, but I don't have the I don't have magic proficiency, but I do have disguise kit proficiency. You don't think the cat was disguised? Two things, if I may. Yes. One, a reminder: we've been adventuring for a little while, so we know each other, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. Secondly, my hand axe. It's still there. Also, an arrow. Okay. So Ashara will go and... There is a hand axe and an arrow just sitting over here. Yeah. Picks up the hand axe. Wipes off the, the blood. I was going to say she wipes off the blood. However, I just realized that could actually be useful. If we get the right kind of spells, maybe we could use it to track if I'm remembering my magic correctly. Yeah, if... if- Loki creature is a thing. And blood, pro- I'm pretty sure just auto-procs like anything because it's a physical thing of yeah. the creature in question. Yeah. Okay. So definitely a keeper. Two, 
she looks to her party and goes, I'm going to assume you all had the same dream. Yeah, I recognize that temple. It was supposed to be destroyed a long time ago. Any idea why it might not have been? Yeah, I col- I'm going to collect that stray arrow in return. Time? I think uh, I think Killian just kind of looks at all of you and goes, I'm not entirely sure. Could be a, an illusion. Could be something to do with whatever. Well, I wasn't around for the orbs. So I don't know. I can't say anything about that. A very bright orb that knocked us all the hells out. You literally did not miss much. Maybe an orb of sleep? Mm. Something seems off. I'm really struggling with a voice for this character. My, my first temptation to do my best Donald Duck impersonation. I'll get old fast. Sean, I say this with all the platonic love in my heart. Please, God, no. Yes, I, I second Eric's. Yeah. My brother in, my brother in Christ and Click Clacks. No, please. Now, obviously, while well, they sort that out, I do need to ask, is there any blood trail? Um, because I shot him pretty fucking good. <laughs> he is definitely bleeding if there isn't any. There is a blood trail leads out the door and maybe 30 feet down to the left, but otherwise it vanishes very quickly in such a bustling city, just trodden underfoot, put into the ground, into the ground, etc., etc. I'm wanting to try something, even though I'm pretty sure that the yeah difficulty might be a little high. It's very high. I guarantee it's very high, but I also want to almost try something. Okay. What do you want to try, Eric? Either survival or nature to track. Oh, I was going to suggest doing a survival check myself. I mean, I am a ranger, so... Okay. Oh, yeah. And cities your preferred terrain, right? Actually, no. Oh. Um, natural Explorer, my favorite terrain is mountain because background. Ah, right. Okay. Either way, I also am proficient in survival, so we can work together. Okay. Well, roll with advantage then. Oh, good. Wait, Eric, what's, your, what's yours at? My survival is plus four. Mine's at plus six. God damn it. I'm sorry. I mean, do we both want to individually roll or do we want one of us to roll with advantage? I think you should roll with advantage. Okay, because I'm not having a fun time with the dice bot. It keeps rolling lows and sevens. I like my, I like my physical click clacks. Then roll your physical click clacks. Phoenix doesn't mind. Okay. I'll roll my physical click clacks. Where's my Vex? I need my Vex. She's a ranger too. There's Vex. <laughs> Speaking of, I'm never going to forget my hunter's mark like she has. <laughs> Hunter's Mark would have probably we would have found him instantly because they don't you don't get they don't get away from Hunter's Mark. I don't think they do. At least I think it has a tracking aspect. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it does. Yes, it does. Which damn it. Yeah, that's a um thirteen and a seventeen on the dice. So that's twenty three for survival. Okay, now we're talking. Yeah. The- that was that was just on the dice. Proficiency, proficiency, high stat, rogue. Okay, okay. It's not the first time I've dealt with a runner. You all manage. You all come out of the tavern. You see the blood trail, and you manage to track that blood trail somehow through all the dirt and all the mud, all the various people that have just. What is literally my specialty? I don't know what anyone's saying. 
some help. Yeah, yeah. You actually notice that it looks like as you're tracking it um, and heading to your destination, you notice it looks like the cat's trying to shake off any pursuers, but you're just so damn good at knowing blood. And finding people and, yes, assassin. Yes. Yes, so... I get paid to find people. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I'm not sure if anyone's following me, if the party's following me or not. I mean, I am. The party should be. I'm sure Asara and me are, like, walking together for this. Yeah. At first, Delaney, while they were figuring it out, Delaney was running around the tavern, checking out everyone because he's a way of Mercy Monk. So he's just trying to make sure no one needs any additional healing, and then he sees the others take off, and then he sighs and rubs his face, and he's like, oh, great, and takes off after him. Uh, yeah, I'm just trying to... I think he would just yell back, Killian, they're leaving, we should probably make sure they don't get any trouble. I will say, my passive stealth would pro- is yeah. very high. It's obviously the same as my perception as an 18, but I have like permanent advantage because of Boots Valentine, so I think to approach him soundlessly, I get an extra plus five to that. Yeah, yeah. I think that's how advantage on passive works. So if I if I walk up to him, what are the chances that he notices me before I'm like literally already right behind him? Well, hang, hang on, hang on, hang on. So you guys follow him down to an area of the docks. We'll track the cat to around about here. It's it's a fairly compact almost cheek by jowl area of the city. Like it's not not affluent, not poor. A lot of people live live here. Even work here. Like, yeah. So Yeah, you catch up to the cat who you can actually tell now is a female. And her hand is on her side and the orb is nowhere to be seen. And she's definitely still bleeding out. So are you stealthing up? I think before we continue, and once the party's... Yeah? Once the party's there... Well, yeah. Yeah? Well, since you and I are going together, I'm going to, you know, say, hey, we should wait for the others. And secondly, we want to capture her for questioning, yes? So non-lethal damage it is. Unless our friends have a better idea, I think it would be best if you sneak up and knock her out. The fun stuff. Very fun. Fun, fun. Yeah. Now, please do recall that I said unless our friends have any better ideas, which means, by all means, please, Sean and Nick, speak <laughs> up. Hold on, I'm looking. Oh, I have, I, have, I have an idea. Okay. I'm looking to see if I have anything. I have a rack of level idea, Phoenix. If you remember the that one one room. Oh no. Question. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. What if I just yell at it randomly using thaumaturgy? You can yes, go for it. I mean Okay, so cool. So I'm gonna I'm gonna cast thaumaturgy and I'm gonna alter my voice and uh I think that's when I yeah my voice. If she does like start running again, I will straight up run like dash after her and knock her out. Delaney looks uh, at your character, Nick, and goes, "Make her look away," and then I just need you to toss me at her. 
<laughs> you want me to toss you at her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, I can. Oh, all right. So can I conjure my voice like behind her? Yes. Like so she's lo- not looking at us? Yes. All right, cool. So I'm going to be like from the front of her where she's facing away from us still. I'm going to be like, stop the delinquent. You have broken the law. And I'm going to fucking chuck. Okay, first, roll me intimidation. Okay. I think I have a, yeah, I'm good at that. Oh, fucking hell. No, I'm not. I guess. Shit. She looks, she looks, but she doesn't seem that alarmed by it. Uh, fine. I just want her looking. I mean, I do assume I'm I'm hidden, probably. Yeah, probably. I mean, I would assume a, t- a 20. So now I want to chuck Delaney. Okay. I would assume a passive 23 stealth is enough for me to just kind of just hide in like any nearby shadow with Skulker. Yeah. So yeah, if she bolts, if she bolts, I am going to immediately give chase. Yeah. What would chucking someone be? A strength throw? Athletics or strength? Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. Or would it be athletics? Because it's throwing. Also, yeah. I have to apologize. This is your first time running a game, correct, Phoenix? Yes. And yet you have us. My deepest, most profound and genuine apologies. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. This isn't the first time Phoenix been in a game where my character suggested chucking someone at something. Let's put it that way. No, but it's the first time they've been in charge. Unfortunately, um, there is going to be no chucking. I failed. Because that is an eight. I got a six. Yes. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, dear. You, you attempt to pick up Delaney. You've probably done this before. It seems a good idea. You attempt to pick him. Is Delaney a... Yeah, Delaney is a guy, yeah. Guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you attempt to pick him up and it's like your joints feel like they need an oil. Oh, Lord. <laughs> like, you, there's no... And in that time, the tabaxi looks back around and spots the three of you and just like... And you can... And, and her ears... I just give, I just give her a grin. Now I don't know exactly how far away I am from her, but if I'm within sixty feet, if she runs, I am on her. And her ears just flick back in, like, in in almost like a hiss. Oh, great! What do you lot want? We have questions. You have answers. You made me take a nap. I didn't know. She's what's the other one of you? Yes. Now, obviously. With aforementioned ability of bonus action, dash hide, yada, yada, main action hide, whatever. Yeah. Can I get behind her when she asks where the other... Can I be behind her when she asks where's the other one? Yes, you can. So you're getting behind her? Yes, with, uh, with relatively about 60 feet while still being able to maintain hides. Yes. Now, obviously, when I get behind her, when she asks, where the, where's the other one? I'm just going to tap her on the shoulder with the hilt of a dagger and just... And you get a, the biggest hiss. You, you, know, you know those hisses from cats? Like, wait, like when they see like a cucumber, like they jump and just... No, she's angry. Oh. Mm. The angry hiss. Now, do I have to roll intimidation or anything? Because I feel like that's pretty damn scary as it. Yes. 
Yes, do it. Do it. I only got a plus two. I don't have a modifier to charisma, but do I am a scary assassin. I do know my intimidation factor. Well, the dice may say otherwise. The dice will definitely say otherwise. No, they will not. That's a 19 on the dice. Plus two, you said? So 21. Please. Plus two. Plus two. So 21. Yeah, she's she's intimidated. Like angry, but intimidated. Uh, so you don't so none of you play fair. Who said life was fair? You put us to sleep. You made me take an unwanted nap. I don't appreciate that. Who said life was fair? Yes. And why? Because I was told to. By a voice in the sky? No. By my goddess. And Phoenix, is she facing... Now, I would like to insight check. Hold on. No, she's facing Delaney... Okay. And Killian? Yeah, Delaney, Killian. Okay. Yep, and I'm just... Uh, she's now making eye contact with me, and I'm directly behind her with a knife. Okay. Yeah. So, you want to insight check her? Yes. Alrighty. Second. While you do that, I want to ask her questions. Well, that might go into her insight. Okay. I just asked a few questions, so I'm insight checking her right away to make sure she fucking with us. Yeah, I want to. Right. I have a question about the Twin God Temple. That's what I was going to ask her. Okay. Uh, that is a twenty-two total. But I want to know. She's not fucking with you. She believes every single word she says. What could I roll for Delaney? Because I know Delaney would notice that she's still bleeding. What would I have to roll to see how bad off she is? Roll me medicine, please. I'm not exactly sure. It's hard to tell how off, how bad off she is. Considering, all right, I'm pretty sure both of you saw me like nail her. Yeah, that's a six. Mm-hmm. Far as you can tell, she's she's bleeding. It's hard to tell how how bad. She's a cat. I hide things. What were you going to ask her, Nick? So I want to ask her, basically, I want to ask her, how do you know about the twin goddess? Why did you show us that vision of a temple that's been destroyed for longer than I'm assuming you've been alive? What makes you think I had anything to do with the vision? Uh, I went to sleep. I took a nap, and against my will, mind you, okay? And uh, the next thing I know, I'm having a vision of a temple that I haven't seen particularly in ever, I don't know, but I'm very familiar with it. I have a feeling that you had something to do with that. I'd like to know what you know. Phoenix? Yes? If I may? Yeah? Ashara will look at the tabaxi and go, also, you're bleeding quite profusely, if I'm not mistaken. I am a hunter, after all. I know wounded prey when I see it. If you cooperate, we will happily tend to those wounds. Yeah, I can do something about that, but I ain't gonna do it unless you answer a question. Guys, yeah. I apologize for what I'm about to say, but I will explain myself because it's the type of monk I am. Delaney, after hearing that she's bleeding profusely, he's actually... And seeing it. He can just see that she's bleeding. He can't tell how bad, but hearing someone else say it, Delaney is going to run up and... Yeah. Again, I will explain myself in a minute. Punch her in the rib 
Oh, with the way with the hand of mercy. But I'm spending a key point. <laughs> hand of mercy, healing hurts. <laughs> to use hands of healing, so I could okay be healed. Whoop! As an action, you can spend one key point to touch a creature and restore 1d4 plus 2 hit points. Okay. <laughs> Roll me healing? I mean, she has a dagger to her back, too, so I don't think she's going to be moving any, any anytime soon. No, she's not. It's one of those where it's like, I'm not happy with your decision, but <laughs> I'm going to punch you to heal you. <laughs> So I'm actually healing for six hit points. Okay. As I hit her and channel energy into her to try to stop the bleeding, at least. Alrighty. Or speed up the healing process, whichever happens first. Yeah. So you said for six hit points? Yeah. Okay. She is. <laughs> oh, great. So you're one of those, are you? Yeah. I... Next time, ask a lady. Well, last time I didn't ask a lady. They fell unconscious, and that was a whole nother mess I had to deal with. Well. I'd rather see people live to, I don't know, do whatever they need to do than uh, let them fall on the street. So you recognized the temple, did you? You, Warforged. I mean, I feel like it's obvious that someone here should make a religion te- check on her, but I have no proficiency in religion whatsoever. I have some proficiency in religion. You, Wafarched. Yeah, yeah. You recognize the temple. Yeah, I did. It's a twin goddess. Hmm. That's why I want to know what you knew. If you remove the dagger from my back, I might be more inclined to talk. The dagger is keeping you from running. Also, it's just pointed at, it's not actually in. The back. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. But yeah, you know what she means. Uh, okay, I, I, I just wanted to make sure because we, we were all kind of talking over each other, and I was worried something got missed. Yeah, I'm gonna step up to her. Yeah. And what is what was your what was your rogue's name, Alexio? I Akahoshi. Ak- he's gonna look. I mean, you also could be referring to him as Red Demon or just Red, if that's if you can't remember the name. I'm gonna go with Red. I'm gonna just be like, hey, Red. I'm gonna I'm gonna grab a hold of her. I would kindly like you to let her go. I have my reasoning. And he's gonna step over and he's gonna lay a hand on her. Yeah. And he's going to dump ten points from his lay on hands pool into her, but he's gonna grasp her firmly while he um, does this. He's gonna be like, if you run, I will snap your neck. Do not run. Do not make re- do not make me regret healing you. We're gonna have a chat, and you're gonna tell me what you know. You you watch as she looks at all three of you, tries to look around at Akahashi, but not really. Can't bring herself to. Yeah. Besides, you don't need to think about running. I'll find you again. And yeah, there's that too. Ashara eh, Ashara just waves, smirking. Fine. I guess I can tell you something. That would be that would be helpful. I'll put the dagger away when he has his hand firmly on her. I'll put the she'll hear the the quick sheath of a dagger. Yeah, and you notice she relaxes quite a lot. Good, good. Let's all calm down. I don't want to hurt you. 
I don't think any of us technically want to hurt you, but we will. We'll just go over some stuff. Just make quick eye contact with the assassin. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, uh, let's just, let's, let's take a chiller and uh, let's think about this logically. So what can you, what can you tell us about why you showed us? What exactly did you see? I saw a full temple of the, the twin goddess and I'm trying to figure out why. Well, that temple's been destroyed for how long did how long did you say? Or did just in uh three hundred about roughly three hundred years. Could be longer. And we all experienced the vision or just him? Um no, you all experienced it. Okay. And my other question is, was I alive at any point during the before the Yeah, you were made by the precursors. You're old. Okay. You're old as balls. Okay. That I wanted to make sure. And he was, uh, yeah. he, he just kind of, he looks at her and goes, I was alive when that temple was built. I was alive when that temple was in use. And that temple's been destroyed for at least 300 years. <laughs> yeah. So it's got me a little curious because, uh, yeah, I haven't seen it in a long time. Of course you're alive. You're a war forged. Everyone knows the precursors made you. Because they made me doesn't mean I'm that old. But it's neither here nor there. My biggest concern is the fact that you showed me a vision of something I haven't seen in quite a long time. Well, if you only saw it, then I can't help you. Forget there was one other. Oh, what did I forget? Head north. Oh, yeah, that too. There was a note. But that temple was in full repair. Why? Why is that vision what we got shown? That's my question. Well, if you have the note, then I suppose you know you have to find it. Well, yeah, okay. And no hint as to what it is? I wouldn't know. I'm merely a messenger of the goddess. I know what she's talking about, Red. I'm glad somebody does. She wanted the temple either been rebuilt or, uh, well, there's something in its place. I don't know what it is, but we got to head north, and I'm assuming we're going to find... I'm assuming we're going to find something from a pass. Well, I say we head north, but take her with us. He does not look happy at that. You can find Dungeons & Pop on Twitter at Dungeons Pop and on your favorite podcast app of choice. We split into four separate podcasts, DMP Legacies, which will continue. We're not in Kansas anymore, and several of our campaigns that don't fit into the other. You can find our cosmic fantasy stories, such as Adventures of Attitude and Fictional Heroism, on Dungeons and Pop Aberrant Adventures. And you can find where we are showcasing our friends in the community who don't necessarily have the time to run a podcast on our own or are just new to the community in DMP Stories and Stein. Cyber City and Brian Spelljammer's campaign are continuing on the Infinite Nerd Serum, which is linked in our show note. In addition, we have joined the Fun Installers Network, a group of independent podcasters working to help each other boost themselves and bring fun to the community. You can also join our Discord social club and join for a game even once. Thanks for listening, and if you enjoyed the show, please leave a review.